Yeah, we going live though. Yo, hey, what's yo, yo. going on, fellas? What's going on? What's going hey. on? <laughs> hey, we in the uh, in the ninth episode of that's major, man. I'm Coach Void. Got Coach Jolly, man. Coach Kevin couldn't be with us today. And I got one. My 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 favorite people, man. I got Coach Riley, Greg Riley with us, man. What's going on? What's going on, y'all? What's going on? What's going on, Coach Greg, man, boy? <laughs> been a long time, I tell you, boy. Man, you've been a long time, boy. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Glad to see you always, doing well, man. Always love, man. Always love, man. Hey, man. I see you guys doing big things, man. Boy, still out there, man. You know, represent for the kids. And Jolly, man, I, I be seeing you, man. Uh, running up and down the coat, doing you, doing you little sideline coaching, man. Hey, man, you officiate, man. Hey. I might not be around, man, but I, I I pay attention. I pay attention. Man, last week, man, Coach Void gave um talk. We were talking about guys who's very influential on us, man, going forward as far as leading us into the coaching realm, man. He um he gave a lot of credit to you, man. So Coach Void actually um gave you made a shout out last week, man. He was very pivotal actually getting him started. He actually almost told your age, Coach Greg. Boy, he said you used to coach him. So I started trying yeah. to add up your age, Coach. Hey, hey, boy, boy, with my, boy with my, my quarterback, man. I used to run an option, man, and play football with him, man. <laughs> he ended up on to pitch the ball, man. He wanted all the glory. I tell him to pitch the ball. He keeps the ball and run the touchdown. Like, man, give your brother some shine, man. Your brother was a running hey. back. Hey, look. <laughs> well, we had some times, man. <laughs> Hey, I hey. still be thinking about we, when when we were fighting back there behind Ingram Pie, man. Look, look, the team look, got to fight with Cardi we, Thomas, man. Look, look, Johnny, we beat uh 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 Hatchet Hatchet at Sack Street Bar Club, but he thought for sure they were gonna win. But we beat them in the championship game, man. I'm still waiting on my guys banqueting trophy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we I yeah. think that, that was Cardi Thomas we got to fight with, but it was a whole brawl yeah, back yeah, there, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It was called it's always yeah, man. Always blue for you. <laughs> One of the things I got from that is, though, hey man, you know, hey boy, you never know what Coach Greg. You never know, man. Like who's really watching you, man. So the entire time, man, you never knew Coach Void was soaking up your game, man. He was gonna carry that over to, you know, his 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 life and his career, man. So you know, sometimes we never know, man. About it's very important, man, how we treat players and how we treat kids because you never know, man. What their dreams are, and a lot of times they be looking up to you as role models, man. So um, that's um, that's pretty big, man. Hey, uh, look, 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 Johnny. Matter of fact, man, he shot me about I want to say about five or four years ago when he told me that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I was filming and getting him into coaching. I was like, damn, for real? Like I never knew, you know what I'm saying? And and that just like you said, man. You have to be careful, man, because people are watching, man. Even when you think they they watching, man, so you have to be very careful. And man, but, I, hey, but this is the thing, like, look, look like you're a big guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but this is the thing, though, man. When you think about it, the reason why you, you know, uh, I have to give you a lot of credit, man, because of when you started coaching. You know, like you was actually like a young coach, you know, man. I was young, man. I was young. Yeah, man. yeah, he was young coaching us, man. You know, I think, uh, but yeah, tell the folks how you tell them how you really got into it, man. How you got into a coach? I uh man, actually, man, I uh I did oh I had uh 
went to the Boys and Girls Club, and they didn't have nobody to push y'all. And Miss Jackie actually asked me what I had to do. I told her nothing. And she asked me, man, what I, I uh, coached the game. I told her, yeah. So after that, I went over there, and I was y'all coach that year. I coached y'all in a little bit of basketball. And, I mean, that, that was it, man. The rest of them just gun the plays, man. Just gun the plays. Hey, speaking of that, yeah, fellas, man, I hear a lot of times, I heard a lot of you guys talk about how instrumental that Boys and Girls Club program was here at Macon, man. Um, can you guys kind of tell the viewers, man, like, how was that growing up? Because that's a big piece we're missing in the community now. I know they still, Mr. Hatch and them still, you know, do their thing. They still have a Boys and Girls Club. But, Coach Boyd, can you tell me, uh, tell the viewers, man, how the Boys and Girls, Girls Club played a role, you know, in developing who you are? Yeah, man. Um, back then, man, I think that now, man, a lot of things got a lot to do with money. You know, back then, man, you didn't have to pay a lot to do anything. You know, that was the thing back then. You know, instead of what well, a lot of these kids, man, they're getting in trouble, man, because they don't have a lot of stuff to do after school or, you know, in the afternoons or during the summer. So um, the thing was, when I was growing up, you got home, you did your homework, and you went to the boys' club. If you didn't do your homework at the boys' club. Uh, so it was a lot of after-school stuff that was going on up there, and that was the thing to do. If you got kids that don't have anything to do, they're going to go find something to do. And the easier thing to do is go find some trouble to get in. You know, uh, but we wasn't doing that, man. You know, the boys club, along with a few of the other programs, like the Dr. Role Model program, we had uh, Miss Denard on here previously. But we had programs like that because we had people around us we felt like cared about us. You know, so we had stuff that we wanted to do at the boys club, man. So um that that was you know that was very big in my life and, and uh, you know all my peers like because that's what that was the thing that was the thing to do you know uh if we wasn't at the boys club either we was at football practice or you know that kind of stuff you know you still had trouble out there man but you know we know for a fact if you in school six hours a day and then you turn around and go to the boys club until it closed Hey, it's about dark now. You got to go home. So, you know, that I think we need to get into a lot more of that stuff. Um, You got a lot of the gyms around here, man. The kids can't even go in them. You know what I'm saying? That kind of stuff, man. We don't, you know, we just need to bring a lot of that stuff back. Coach Riley, can you tell us more about how the Boys Club was instrumental in your life and influential, man, and developing you as a man and, you know, your character? Man, look, man. When, uh, I grew up over in Center Heights, man. And at first, man, when I younger, we had to go to the Second Street Boys Club up there with Mr. Hatchet in, man. And man, I mean, it was a it, it was a whole nother world, man. I mean, you you it poverty, man, is real, man. You know, some people go to the some kids just come to the Boys and Girls Club, man. You get a meal there, you know. On back then, it was open on Saturdays. You know what I'm saying? You get up on Saturday morning, man. You go up there. You get a meal there. You get lunch there. You know what I'm saying? You get people there, tutors there to help you with your homework. People actually care, man. You know, nowadays, it's like 
like like like the dollar bill really has just tore down everything because nowadays people do stuff for a check instead of doing it because they care about somebody you know what i'm saying and i mean it, it was very instrumental in my life you know people like mr hatchet people like uh miss jackie people like uh, red fanny kevin hammond uh johnny dixon or right. uh, uh big stew you know yeah george dixon my bad I mean, all those people, man, they played a vital part, man, in my life, man, a vital part. Because at the end of the day, man, you know, they, we didn't even have to tell them sometime, man, what was going on. They already knew. <laughs> they knew when you got in trouble. They put they put you in place. You know, they punished you. You know what I'm saying? They, they helped you with your home. Like, they showed us the balance between, you know, discipline and love. You know, because, he, like, even when I see Mr. Dixon today, man, you know, he always shake my hand, give me a hug, man, ask me how I'm doing. Even with Mr. Hatch, you know, I go down to the Boys and Girls Club every now and then, man, you know what I'm saying, and and, and, and kick it with him. You know what I'm saying, man? It it, it just, things just done changed, man. It's, it's nothing like it was, man, when we were growing up. And that's like I said, man, nowadays, man, you can't even go into gyms. You know, and, and that's sad, man. Because we and think, I noticed, man, we, we always complain about crime amongst youth and youth this and youth that. But a lot of times, and I'm even kind of guilty as well, if a kid's not really playing sports, nobody kind of takes interest up in the kids. So we have to, as adults, we have to be more cautious and more careful about not just always gearing toward the kids that's good in sports. Because a lot of times, if a kid's not playing sports, he don't really have a gym to go to and he don't have a practice to go to. So we just got to be more conscious of, you know, being there for all kids. And I, I take responsibility for that as well, man. So not only that, but one thing that we also have to do is we also have to take accountable, even if the kid is playing sports, we need to start making sure, man, these kids are doing right by their grades, man. Like I, I the first thing I ask any kid, man, that, that that I've coached or that 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 plays sports anything is how's your grades? High school. Before I even ask them about anything I do with sports, I want to know how the grades are. Because at the end of the day, man, basketball can go away or whatever sport they play can go away. But this right here, you got to use this right here, man, to sustain in life. So you know what I'm saying? We got to do a better job too, man, of holding them accountable, man, in school. As well, I mean, I mean, even if well, the kid don't, you know what I'm saying, it, it's always about school, man. We got to make this thing about school, school, school where it all started. Oh yeah, oh, see, yeah. it's so hard now, man. Like when when I was growing up, it seemed like every kid in every kid in the neighborhood played sports. Yeah. So you had your hand on them, you know what I'm saying? Even even if they couldn't play, they was around it. But you got all this other stuff now, you know that kids are interested in especially and i think it a lot of it got to do with social media you know everybody want to show that they this kind of person people actually build their lives off social media because that's what you see you know that's what you see so i think that that's a part of it too you know um but when i was growing up man every kid was into sports even if you couldn't play because we had some sorry ones out there but <laughs> they they played though, you know. But now you got to you you see a big kid walk past, you're like, man, you ain't doing nothing. Now, nah, man, he don't like sports. He don't like do that. He like he like the Xbox. You know, we we didn't have but outside. You know what I'm saying? We might we might have had you know the games every now and then, but all moms made her get off of them. Go outside. Hey, you know, go outside sometimes. 
Boy, man, I go, man, when I used to come around y'all have when I used to come around your have man, man, you stayed gone, man. <laughs> boy, yeah, I went never there. Look, boy was gone sun up to sundown. <laughs> On the time he came in, I would eat. <laughs> right. And I'm gone again. You know, but the he thing is, you know, hey, I was at the boys' club. I was at Memorial Gym. Um, I was at Unionville Gym. I was at Hamilton Plan. You know, like, and I always played with the older cats. You know what I'm saying? So, but I was always looking to do that because basketball always been my passion anyway. You know, so I always look to do that. You know, uh, so oh, I was probably over a girl house or something. You know, uh, so it wasn't it wasn't nothing that I was out saying, hey, I'm finna go go do this. And it was a point in my life that I did kind of get caught up in the streets a little bit. You know, um, but for the majority of it, you know what I'm saying, like, especially, like, from 10 to 12, 13, that's what I was doing, man. And uh, like I said, but we – and another thing, too, man, and I said this on, you know, on Facebook the other day, man, uh, the people that get looked, o- looked over is the guys that's in the hood, the older cats. You know, you got the older cats in the neighborhood – you know, and they see these kids do stuff and, you know, they laugh at them, go they, they, you know, they, they want them to do it. They cheerlead them. But when I was growing up, you had cats that was in the neighborhood. Maybe they was doing wrong, but they used to always tell us, don't, don't never let me see you doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, they were drinking. They used to always say, don't let me see you doing this. Or they were smoking, man. Don't never let me catch you doing this. You know, but you got cats now. They, you know, you go do this. Go, yeah, go do that. Go do that. You know what I'm saying? So. That's what a lot of these kids got in their life too. The one they call the, the big homie. That, that's the big homie. Freshman, man. They grown freshman. Right. Grown and they that's the big homie. The blind leading the blind. That's the one that keep getting looked over. So when we do talk about this stuff about this kid, why these kids doing this, like the 16 year old that got killed the other day. Why is Coach Boy doing, doing that? Nobody, nobody's making like We've become so accustomed to that happening. Nobody makes a big deal now when, when young young kids lose their life. You know, like young sixteen year old got killed the other day. It just happened. It's just normal. And so we got to start. We got to stop normalizing, normalizing, acting like that stuff is normal. But but look, it, it started. It, 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 it started. Everybody with us. was talking about it the other day. Right. It's our generation. It's our generation. I'm going to tell you why I say that. It's our generation. If you if you think about it, I can tell you how, and, and, and Greg can tell you too, all of us was raised a certain way in my generation. You know, like, it was certain stuff that goes on now that wasn't going on when I was growing up. You know, my mom was a parent. You feel what I'm saying? She's a parent, but you got a lot of these these um these parents now and i kind of understand it because i'm gonna tell you what a mind frame is a lot of a mind frame is this where i didn't have this and have that when i was growing up so i'm gonna give my child everything that i didn't have and and most of the time you start to give them their way you see what i'm saying you start giving them their way go ahead go ahead when when we were growing up well I mean, we 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 got years different, but uh, right, the right. thing about it was, 
for the most part, man, our parents made us work for what we wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. if you got good grades in school, you got rewarded for it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, your, chore, your chores around the house, that was always a must. Like, like you, you had every every Sunday morning in my mama house, man, we were cleaning up. We were cleaning up. Yeah. yeah and it just, wasn't nothing. That's why you have to take, that's why you have to take your hats off to the coaches nowadays, too. Because when we was growing up, you never heard this thing about the coaches can't coach, no bashing the coach, none of the disrespecting the coaches. You didn't hear none of this stuff when I was growing up. You went out there and you, and you played. Can't one coach ever tell you that I ever disrespected him. But you got coach, you got these kids now, they listen to the parents and they feed off of that. You know what I'm saying? Like you never heard that when we was growing up. The coach can't coach. Are you serious, man? We did not I'm hear laugh. that, man. I'm laughing, boy, man, because, man, you know, the name should remain nameless, man, but <laughs> last time I was on the sideline with you, man, we had a kid, and, man, his parents just made me like, 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 that just took the fire to me, man. That took the fire to me. Like, like, for that to happen, and you know what I'm talking about. Right at uh at uh uh South Bill, <laughs> for that for right. that to happen, man, the fire to me, man. If you know, I ain't been on the sideline since then. That took the fire to me, man. Cause I'm like, when did parents get to feel like they can involve themselves in a game? And not only that, take the kid out of the game, cause they get kicked out. Like, why? This didn't even got there for. You know what? It's, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff is normal now. If you go to a lot of these games, if you go to a lot of these games, a lot of stuff is normal now, man. If you, if you sit back and you just look, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of stuff that's normal, man. And and uh, and I'm gonna click one of the guys in where he came. He'll be back. I'm gonna click him in, man, because I see he's coaching and he don't be a been been a big part of making too, man. Whenever you get back here, but um, oh. That's a, that's a lot of stuff on now, man. Like, um, <laughs> you you it's it kill me just to see what the normal is now. If you just if you go to a game now, man, and not and you ain't coaching, you just looking. You a fan? It's a lot of stuff that goes on now, man. That it just it's just the normal now. You know. Uh, let me let me click in Derek Evans, man, from Central. Went to Central. What? What? Oh my God! What's going on, Big Dog? What's hey, up, man? man what's going on? Talk, talking to Derry, man. Speaking of Central High School, man, there's a young man by the name of Elijah Rutland, man. Many of us know him in Macon as the guy who drew on the shoes, man. But this guy is a senior at FAMU, and he's been um chosen to design the headphones for the NBA All Star players to wear today, and he's also um playing a pivotal role and. Um, with the graphic and designs up there at All-Star Weekend, man. So I just want to give a shout-out to Central High School, man, Elijah Rutland. Um, and just let people know we have kids, man. We're going to have several young uh, young young guys today, man, from Bill County Public Schools. And don't always fall into the hype where the private this and private that because we're seeing that, man, um, Central also had a young lady that helped out with NASA, 
Um, I saw in the news, man. So I just want to give kudos to those kids, man, for, um, you know, just working hard and um, finish trusting the process and things are happening for kids from Bill County Public Schools, man. So shout out to you guys, Elijah Rutland especially. So what's going on, man? What's up? What's up, D? Hey, Charlie, what's going on, Superman? No. Man, it's 12 o'clock over here. Man. I'm sitting hours ahead of y'all, so it's it, it dark over here. Where, where you at, Dad? <laughs> no, I'm in Poland. Poland? Yeah, I'm out here in Poland. I just got here when I got here yesterday. Yesterday around like 1. Yeah, I land. I think my flight landed Saturday at like 1.30. And then like yesterday, I, I was at the crib all day yesterday. I finally got out into the city today. You know, try to kind of see what's going on and... I came back and took a nap, man. I woke up, the whole whole city was full of snow. Like out of nowhere, <laughs> man, it's just, it just full of snow. So I was trying to, you know, trying to get used to the little cold weather and stuff. I mean, so far it's going pretty good. I can't complain. Just ready, you know, to get back on that field and stuff. So that's just the biggest thing. Just out here for a certain, you know, coming out here focusing on what I'm supposed to be here for. So that's the, you know, that's the biggest thing I'm really worried about. Man, congratulations to you, man. Speaking of that, Derek, man, um. We knew uh we knew you high making man as a, a high school basketball and football player over at Central Man, quarterback, point guard. Can you kind of tell the viewers, you know, um what did you know what, what did you go what did you go to college at and um what happened to you after high school and what led up to the opportunity in Poland that you have now? Yeah, um, I graduated in Central uh 2016. Um I ended up going to Carson Newman University in um Jefferson City, Tennessee. Like thirty minutes from Knoxville, thirty minutes from Pigeon Ford, you know, Sevierville, Wild, you know, people going their little cabin trips and stuff. That, um, I did, you know, I did four years there. You know, that's the thing I'm kind of like proud of myself on, cause you know, when a lot of people come from making, you know, they never really finish out at the school they started. At, you know, a lot of people, you know, come back home or want to transfer and do this. But you know, I was, I was one of those ones. Like after my freshman year, you know, you know, you come from, you know, playing at high school, you know, you the man all the time. You on the field twenty four seven. Like that freshman year, you know, I didn't get red shirted, but you know, I really, I was playing, but I wasn't like, you know, the start like I was in high school. So you know, I had to you know, sit back and wait my turn. And you know, that's one of the things I commend like my parents on, like my supporters back home, like you know, telling me you know, stay down, wait to turn and stuff like that. Because at the end, you know, it all worked out for me. You know, I became three year starter. Like the man had promised me, you know, when they started recruiting me, like hey, you know, when you got we got a senior here already, but you know, the next three years yours. So you feel my, you know, I went three year starter, three year all conference, you know, led the led the league in touchdowns my first year starting, eighteen like eighteen touchdowns, um, and just set the school record five touchdowns in the game, and you know, beat some of the, you know, played against some top boys that you know that's in the league right now. So, you know, it, my my four years was pretty good, man. I really enjoyed it up there. You know, I miss it a lot because was, you know, they flew by real quick, and then you know, last year, you know, I had a, um, I did pro day at Mercer. Coach Croner, you know, he he coached at Lenore Ryan, but he let me do my pro day at Mercer because, you know, I played against him my last two years and had a few scouts there, but, you know, it didn't really didn't work out how I wanted to go. I had some little CFL workouts, but, you know, the virus, they canceled all the workouts through that. So, you know, now it's like back to square one, like what I'm going to do now. So, you know, I would end up going to Central. Um, Mr. Fraser, you know, he was my principal there. He let me come and coach. I got to coach football and basketball. I enjoyed that because, you know, that was my dream. Whenever I got done playing ball, you know, the coach stay around the game, you know, give back. And then, you know, um, I end up, you know, they got this little app called Euro Players. You get on there and, you know, picture 
your film on there, your stats, and like the teams can reach out to you. And I end up, you know, team from Poland, they end up reaching out to me. You know, everything went from there. You know, they 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 flew me out, saying what my contract and all this was. So I end up, you know, getting the opportunity, you know, to, to keep my dream going, you know, playing professional, whether it's you know in Europe or over in the U.S. You know, it's still professional. Well, no, no matter where you play it. At the end of the day, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, build my resume and get the film that I can get, you know, get, get higher and higher to what I can. I mean, it's, it's an amazing opportunity, you know, you get to see the world for free and you get paid for it. So, you know, coming from where I'm from, you know, a lot of people don't really get to come across to, you know, to another country and play ball, you know, it's always college and back home. But, you know, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad I took the opportunity to come out here just to see what it leads to. And, like, I'm being here two days so far, man, I'm already enjoying every moment of just trying to soak it all in, you know, make memories and just, you know, do what God just, you know, asking me to do. So that's the biggest thing right now. Derek, I want to say, man, I've been knowing you ever since you were nine to 10 playing basketball over in the rec league. Yeah, You've always been the same kid, man. Like one thing I respect about you, man, and your parents, your support system, you've always been humble. You've always been respectable, man. And you've always been the same guy no matter whether you had high success or low success. So I just want to commend you on that, man, for um, never wavering, man, and always just being humble and respectful, man. Appreciate it, man. And also, I got a question for you, too, right quick. Um, A lot of times with high school athletes, they don't really know their fit, and they get caught up in this big-time Division One thing. <laughs> Can you um, kind of talk about how did, how did Carson Newman – how was that a fit for you? How did you – find your fit man because i followed your college career and you had an outstanding career man um can you just explain something to the, to the young viewers out there like how important it is to find your fit at the college level yeah and i that's the crazy yeah. thing you know, i was one of those you know high school, you know in high school everybody want to go d1 you know everybody want to go to the florida the georgia your south carolina your bama you know i was one of those guys but i know like when i was getting recruited my recruitment process you know i had coaches coming in but, like, they was asking, could he play receiver? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm an athlete. I play whatever, you know, to get on the field. But, you know, we're nobody really offering in the money. So, um, the crazy thing about it, um, Chad Campbell, coach at Peach County, my, um, my, um, the dude that recruited me at Carson Newman, he had went down there, you know, to recruit some guys. And the first thing he said when he got there was, like, Chad was like, hey, you know, it's quarterback at Central. And the coach said he sat down and watched, like, my whole 20-minute highlight film, and he came the same day and offered. But you know when they when they my when Coach Hicks had text me like, hey Carson Newman finna come off of you. You know I'm in class with my friends. We looking up. I'm like, man, I ain't you know I ain't going no D two. I don't you feel me? I don't know what this is. But you know I went as I went and like looking them up more and more. I'm like, okay, they you know they win the program Nike jerseys, good facilities. I'm like, okay, this might be a little you feel me? It might be my little fit. And like the only two offers I had coming out of school, a lot of people don't even know. I just had Carson Newman and I had Benedict. If if Carson Newman would never offer, you know, I was gonna go walk on there in Florida. My mom was like, you know, just go to your dream school and walk on and just earn you, you know, fit in, get in where you fit in. But they end up offering. I was like, man, you might, you might I'm not gonna turn down no free money. So you know, I went on a visit. Got I met some boys. Those from they picked me on um, my roommate. I mean, the dude that that showed me around. He was from Georgia. He was from um he went to Camden County. He was my running back. He was just letting know he was that was his freshman year. He was like, listen, bro. I'm a freshman. I'm already starting. He was like, man, if you can play, you're going to play. So, you know, I went on my visit. I got, I went, they took me to Knoxville. I got to see everything, you know, what I'd be around. And, man, it just, you know, it just felt like home, man. It just felt like, 
you know, this is why I'm supposed to be. It ain't it ain't too big, it ain't too small. It's a winning program. They got nice, you know, I got 17 different uniforms. I get free cleats. I get my own room, you know, I'm everything paid for. So I'm like, man, bump that D1 stuff. You know, this D1 to me, I can make this like D1. If I go, you can take my name off the stamp on, you know, everybody going to know who I am. So, you know, I just went, I, you know, I took what I, I ended up committing like February 3rd. Sometime around there, like I committed. I took I took the visit to Benedict. I was like, you know, Benedict is a good school. Don't get me wrong, like it's a good school, but I just seen it as a a central, ten times bigger, you know. And I wanted something different. I wanted to go to, you know, it was a Carson Newman a Christian school, so you know, I wanted to go be around something different instead of you know the black atmosphere. You know, everything that was black there was like the players, like my teammates and the basketball guys. So it was just you know different to get around something new. And just be around, you know, people that kind of welcomed you there, and you know, they opened me with welcome on. You know, it was kind of different when I first got there. But man, I I made some of my best memories. You know, they met some of my best friends there. You know, met a whole bunch of good people, man. It was, it was, it was. I just felt like when I went on that visit, I was to the head coach. You know, learning more and more about it. I just felt like it was the best fit for me. And, you know, man, I just took it around with, it and I just made the best best I could out of it. Man, I went, did my thing, graduated. That was the biggest thing. You know, I graduated in four years. Without you know, without failing the class, without having to repeat, without having to take nothing over and over, I just you know went with my purpose was you know get my education because that was the biggest reason for me to go you know get a college education. And man, I mean, I, I think I made the best of. I had you know I had a great four years there, man. People great, you know. I still I still talk to them. They got their first game this Saturday, you know. I still talk to my my boys and coaches up there, and I've been you know sending them some boys film from down here. Like, hey, we got these boys coming up, you know, check these boys out, bet. Man, it was a great experience. And I tell I tell my the boys that was at Central, I'm like, listen, man, it ain't always about D1. You can go D1 and never touch the field. You need to go somewhere where you're gonna get paid for where you somewhere where you can play it, because everybody can play a D1. You know, everybody not gonna get that D1 opportunity. But if you go to a D1 AA or D2 NAI, just go where you can play it, man. You, just, you know, you can get on the field. Hey, let me so let me basketball. Let me clarify something for, for, for the listeners, Derek, man. Uh, for those of y'all that listen, man, Derek's referring to being paid. He's referring to scholarship money. Yeah. He's referring to scholarship <laughs> money. So, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't go to saying, you know, Derek took money. He's referring to scholarship money. Now, Derek, I got a question for you, man. I got a question for you, man. So, uh, you know, we, we you touched on it, man. You got a lot of kids, man, that go off to college. And then, you know what I'm saying, they go to college and they find themselves right back in making because they, they can't seem to adapt to the college life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What are some of the things that you find yourself doing to adapt to the college life? Yeah, really, I just put myself on a schedule, man, because, you know, when you go to college, man, you got so much free time. You know, you ain't really got your parents, you know, breathing out your neck, uh, making sure you get up and go to class, make sure you do this and that. So, like my freshman, you know, you gonna party. I ain't gonna lie, I party. I had, I had a ball now, but I know how to balance it. I know how to, you know, go to class every day, do my work, be at practice on time, go to study hall. So if if I got the the right pattern, you know, I put myself on the schedule. Like, hey, I'm make sure I go to class every day this week. You know, be at practice on time, be at study hall, get all my hours done before a certain date. Then when the weekend come, you know, I got all my work done. I got this time, you know, I got everything what I got to need, what I need. I can go out and have a good time, you know, in my grade, good, you know, I can still go out and have a ball, baby. You know, if I feel like, hey, I got to study for this test, or I got this big assignment coming up, you know, I don't need to go out this weekend, I need to, or I got this big game coming up, 
if I win this game, you feel me, I go out after the game. But if we lose, you know, I'm not going nowhere. I ain't, I'm not trying to show my face as I just lost. So just being able, you know, I just was able to balance. And that, that's what the thing, you know, my mom and dad can instill me growing up. Like, I couldn't go to every party or I couldn't go to my homeboy house every weekend or I couldn't go this place every weekend, just, you know, the discipline. So I, I kind of understood it when I got older, like, that's why they never let me, you know, go every, like, I get, I see friends, you know, they get to go everywhere they want. They get to do whatever they want. But, you know, me, is like my mom, that, you know, kind of straight on me. So I'm like, you know, man, why they always, blah, blah, blah. but I see that now. And I went out to school, like, hey, now nah, I see why I can, you know, do this because this, this, and that. But if you, if you already been in the theater, you don't need to go here every time or you need to balance your school work. Like, when I'm, if I'm doing bad in school growing up, my mom taking me off the field. Oh, I can't go to practice, or I can't go to my game, so I know how I feel like, you know, not be able to go to practice. Like, I'm, I'm hurt, I'm crying at home because I can't go to practice and game. But if you don't get your work, you can't play anyway. So that's why when I'm at school, I know hey, if you ain't got this certain GPA, if you don't pass this class, you're not going to be eligible next year. So if being a starting quarterback, you know, I got my backup. You know, he me and him real good, but, you know, he, he was a great player too. So I know if it takes, like, one little mistake, I'm at bottom. He, he just started, so I just – you know, try to, you know, use what my mom and dad still be growing up, man. I just took it around with and just, you know, try to balance everything just to, you know, keep everything going. Because I, I didn't want to be the one that, you know, he was great talent. He was the best player since, but now he back in making. He, you know, he was one of those ones that, that fell into that category. He was good, but came back home, you know. I ain't want to be one of those. I want to be the one that, you know, he did what he had to do. You know, he went out of school, he graduated. Now he still, you know, he did what he had to do. Not one of those, man. He was good back then, and man, I wish he would did. I ain't, I ain't want to hear that same old sad story like we hear every year. You know, so I go out to school, so I wanted to be, you know, one of the different ones, you know. And I just got that from, you know, my mom and dad just instilling in me in the past few years. Well, shout out to your mom, <laughs> man, because I, 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 me and Tobias was a victim of, uh, of that uh, pulling you off the court thing. <laughs> Shout out to your mom, man. Oh, shit. Hey, hey, look, 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 look. We lost, but you know what I'm saying? She got her point across, though, man. Shout yeah. out to her, man. Yeah, Shout thanks. out to her. I, hey, yeah. you know. Hey, man. I, I, uh, I, I, go ahead, Mark. How, how was your experience over there coaching with Central, man? I seen you over there on the bench, man. How, how was that experience for you, man? Yeah, I, man. I, was... I know that. Uh... Go ahead, go ahead. It was it was pretty fun, man. You know, when I first got when I first started, it was kind of like, okay, what well, do I do this? Do I do that? But I just you know, I just knew how I was when I played. You know how I wanted to be coached. You know, I had, I got the quarterback, and you know we had Jali, great player. You know, he I kind of seen myself into him. You know, he was the best player on the team. You know, he was the baller. So I just knew how I wanted to be coached when I was in school, and I took my coaching from college. You know, just instilled it in him because I knew he was gonna be able to play at the next level. So I just you know trying to get him ready for the next level like hey make sure you're on time you know making him leave because he's a real quiet guy but you know it was it was kind of fun man i kind of enjoyed you know being with the, the younger boys because a lot of them already knew who i was because i used to come home you know and work out at central so i did practice you know they see me training for school then when i started coaching like man you finna coach this i'm like yeah so they you know they coming to me asking questions like about school you know did i do this did i do that so it was you know it was kind of fun being able to, you know, get back because that was like that's the biggest thing. A lot of people don't do it. Like, you know, they get off, they don't never come and give back. So I like I wanted to, you know, give back, especially at my alma mater, like being able to get back to those boys and being around coach something and all the other coaches and 
especially the basketball season, you know, it didn't go how we wanted to go, but you know, it was still still being like, being fun, you know, to be on the court and just like just remember, you know, I used to play in these same gyms and play on these same fields and like being able to coach at it now it's just like it was just a blessing and all, you know, just being able to give back to the, the younger guys. You know, they still hit me up now, like they've been asking me, man, coach, you still gonna play, you gonna play, you gonna play. You know, when I find a sign, man, just seeing it, you know, seeing that look on face like and you said you was gonna do it, coach. You said you were gonna do it. So, you know, it was it was it was a real good experience, man. I told, you know, Mr. Fraser whenever I come back home in July, you know, I wanted to, you know, come back and, you know, do the same thing and over. So it was real fun, man. I, I had a great time with it, man. I I ain't gonna lie, I miss the boys already. They've been hitting me up a lot, man. I'm ready to, you know, get back and, you know, start back up with it, man. It's, it's more fun than, than what a lot of people think. You know, a lot of people can coach on the sidelines and do this and that, but you know, when you you really into it, man, to make you make you work a lot harder and understand like this, this, that, that, that. It's real fun, man. A lot of people, I hear the negative talk, you know, a lot of people be, I be seeing y'all talk about it on Facebook, you know, everybody want to say this and that, but a lot of people can't, you know, really, a lot of people can't really take that coaching stuff if you've never been been a part of it. Because I was one of the ones, you know, I come home watching like, what this coach doing, what this coach doing, but when you get into it and you understand how the players think, you like, okay, now I see why it was like this when they played, when I came to watch them play, because these boys young, like they they mind not on that level yet. How how, how you think it is, but is you got the ones that you know experience and can play the next level. But you got the ones that that's not that. But you know you can tell the ones who working, the ones who working on their game, who wanna you know get out of making. You know some of them just playing a play bet. You got some of them that just just want to be want to be that guy. And then I like I love seeing that with some of the guys, man. And it's just a great experience, man. I can't wait to get back to it. Oh yeah. Um, how important is that coach-player relationship? Like being that you were a player and then you had a chance to get experience as a coach. Explain to the viewers or to coaches that are watching how important is that relationship between a coach and a player? Yeah, man, that's that's a big that's a big thing with with players, especially at this young age now, because you know coaches are like the one they look up to. Because you know the parents, you know parents could be hard on them, this and that, but. You know, you come to practice and games, you know, that's just safe haven. Like, you're supposed to be able to relax and enjoy. So, you know, I'm always asking the boys that y'all boys need to ride or need this and that. You're hungry. Like, if I got tired, I know, you know, he ain't really got it all. You know, I take him to get something to eat or take him with me to the mall and stuff. Because, you know, building no relationship with those kids, like, keeping them out of trouble. Because you can tell, you know, when something's going on. And it ain't nothing bad in making when they, it's nothing but trouble. So, being able to, you know, hey, man, y'all boys can come holler at me if y'all need something. You know, here's my number, text me if you need me to pick you up, if you, you know, you're in a little situation. Because I know when I played, you know, Cole Cummings, you know, Rod, Bojock and Rod, you know, those were like my, my two big uncles, uh, like Bojock, like my daddy. So, you know, I knew how he used to take care of me and Bobby when we was growing up. You know, my mom was like, she ain't got to follow me going to Coach House and, you know, Coach looking out for us. So I know how it was growing up. And when I'm in college, you know, I had the same coach relationship. Like, they bringing us over, you know, me and their kids, their family. Feeding us after practice, you know, taking up church, little stuff like that. So I know how that brought an effect on me as I got old. Like, I got the same coach, you know, he trying to get me to come to Florida and coach with him at his high school. So I just building those relationships with those kids. You never know what it could lead to. So just being the, like that, I say, you already got it sometimes. You know, you know, you know, you need the coach to come pick you up from practice. Or if your mom is tripping, I want to take you to practice, you know, you got to go pick them up and stuff like that. So being able to, you know, be there for them was. Was a bit a bit thing for me, cause like like I say, I was the only child growing up, 
So I know I know how it was with me growing up with coaches and stuff like that. <laughs> like, I got this coach. I love to be around, you know, coach takes to the game and coach taking me to workouts, working me out after practice, you know. The stuff like that, that, that builds a lot of character. Just about, you know, kids like, man, coach, coach real cool, man. Coach did this. Then other kids come to me, like, hey, coach, man, why you ain't da-da-da? So I'm like, okay, build them more and more because the more and more work I can get with them, the better they can get, the better I can help myself with me and coaching at the same time. So it's just just building with them, you know, is 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 very important. If you just come and, you know, to get a paycheck, you know, that ain't going to cut it because you're going to, it's not going to be fun as, as you want to see, but being able to, you know, relate to kids and pick yourself in the shoes and, and the same predicament they was in, you kind of, like, understand it more and more. And that, that was a, another reason I got to, you know, be around, stay around them a lot longer and stuff like that. Hey, man, I want to give you credit because I watch you. You try to get them into the playoffs you're doing your career. But, man, this year right here was the one of the best season Central ever had. But you get some of that, too, man, because – you laid the groundwork, man. You and your class, your teammates, mm -hmm. you guys laid the groundwork to help Bill Central to have this mm -hmm. season, one of the better seasons they had in school history. So, hey, mm -hmm. man, it was, I bet that was kind of cool, man, being a part of that as well. Yeah, facts, facts. And that's, that's what I tell them a lot, like, man, we ain't start winning to, like, my, my junior year when they first, you know, picked me at quarterback. So, I mean, like, we kind of, like, started off with y'all, boy. boy, like, for real? You know, I pull up the film for them, you know, pull up the records for them, and they'll understand, like, yeah, y'all boys did. You know, and, like, the crazy thing about it, some of those boys were the ball boys when I played. So they was in, like, middle school when I was, like, junior and senior. So they already knew, like, yeah, coach them with that deal when they played. So especially, like, the basketball, football, they, they all kind of, like, realized what was going on. And they, that's the thing, like, if you can relate to them real good, they'll listen to you. They won't be, you know, doing all the talking back and being disrespectful. They kind of listen because – they rather listen to somebody that been in their shoes and kind of related to them, not nobody that's no hard on 24-7, just, you know, being able to cuss them out just because they got the power to. And that's the thing with me, I ain't really, you know, I ain't really with all that because kids don't take coaching like that. If you cussing them out 24-7, down them all the time, you know, then and then it's going to never work out for them the whole time. So being able to, you know, be there for them and kind of relate to them, kind of help them out a whole lot. Man, I, I, I want to say, man, you know, uh, man, congratulations, man, everything that you've accomplished, man. You know, I've I, I watched you a long time, man, a long, long yeah, time. Man. And, man, uh, uh, you've grown into a great young man, man. And, hey, you know, only thing I say, only thing I got to say is, man, you know, when, 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 when you're playing career over with, you know, feel free. To come back right here and take some of the take some of the pressure off of Alvord because he probably gonna still be coached <laughs> by the <laughs> by the time you get through playing, man. You know, <laughs> so yeah, man, feel free, man, to come back right here, man. You know, and you know, help help these kids, man. You know, learn a better way, man, because that's all it takes, man, for somebody to show you, man. Because some of these kids, mm -hmm. you know, they 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 from the from from the neighborhoods, yeah. right, making man, and all they know is that neighborhood. And it just takes one person, man, to show them that it's another new world outside those that, that those corners. And man, you know, that'll open up a great that'll that'll brighten the open kids. Up a lot. Yeah, facts. 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 Hey and man, at this like time I'm gonna go ahead and bring Mr. Williams on. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and bring Mr. Williams on, man. Good, uh... What's oh, going on? What's going on, man? You know, all up here together. Oh man, 
Greg, I'm feeling old, boy. These boys, man. I see these boys when they were little bitty boys, man. I got some gray up here somewhere, boy. Nigga, yeah, I ain't, man. I ain't got nothing. I'm over here rough, Derek. It's about to happen to you, boy. You about to have to learn hey, look, how to be a look. man. Hey, bro, I, I told him I went to barbershop. I told him. What's up, my birthday twin? <laughs> what's up? Yeah, man. That, that, <laughs> hey, y'all don't know it, though, but, man, O'Shawn used to be my safety back when I was coaching football. <laughs> over there, yeah. you know, he, he's making, man. That was my safety right there. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the show, man. We're glad to have you on, man. Um, Kind of tell the viewers, man, Um, where'd you play your high school ball and where'd you play your college ball and what you got going on now, O'Shawn? Kind of tell the viewers what you got going on. Um, I play high school basketball, football at FPD, you know, a private school in Macon. But then I transferred my 10th grade year and joined, you know, my boy Q um, at Scrafford Academy. And then after that, you know, I didn't know if I wanted to play football or basketball, but I chose basketball, went to junior college at um, South Georgia State in Waycross, Georgia. Then I ended up getting a um, Division One scholarship. My, after my freshman year, because you know I had the grades and stuff um, at Appalachian State University, so now I played three years there. Now I'm over here in um, England, my first pro career over here in Reading, England, playing professional basketball. Oh man, that's what's up, man. Um, I like I said, man, I always knew that you was a smart kid, man. Ever since you was a young guy, man. A lot of times. Can you kind of explain to the viewers? Because a lot of times the junior college level get negative stigmas and we feel kids feel like I can't go here. And like yeah. you going to junior college had nothing to do with your grades academically. So yeah. you got, can you kind of um, describe that experience, the year that you had, the one year you went to junior college? Man, the one year I went to junior college, it just helped me, you know, like grow because you know, like growing up with your family, you know, your mom always cooking for you. You know, your daddy always being there. You know, I was fortunate to have those people in my life. So when I went to junior college, like, I didn't have that anymore. So it was time to, like, man up. Like, I got to learn how to cook now because I didn't have a cafeteria. You know, JUCO, you know, some JUCOs don't have cafeteria, so I got to learn how to cook. Like, it ain't my mom waking me up screaming at, screaming at me in the morning, like, get up for class. Like, I'm by myself. Like, I got to survive. But I know if I don't you know, get up for class and stuff, and my mom see my grades because she want to know my grades when I'm in college. Because, you know, she love to post everything on Facebook, you know. You're going to leave my <laughs> so, girl alone. That's what you're finna do. <laughs> so, you know, I can't, I can't send her, you know, failing grades or something. I got to, you know, show out a little bit because I know she's going to post them no matter what they is. That's right, man. You about, Man, you guys are the, the proof, man, that both of you guys, man, with a strong support system, and you guys, man, not falling to the peer pressure, man. I'm just sitting here like a proud, just like a proud, just so proud of you guys, man. Both of you guys are professional athletes now, man. So you guys, there we do have successful kids right here from Macon, Georgia, people. You just got to have the right people in your corner. Yeah. And also, man, O'Shawn, uh, each year at Appalachian State, man, you got better and better, man. In your senior year, man, um, you kind of took off, man. You kind of took off. Uh, what attributed to your your success your senior year? Like, what did you what did you do what did you do that what did you do that off season that led you to have such a productive senior season? You know, like I, I just say I just growed up like as a man. <clears throat> like you realize, like once you 
you know, your first year go by, you know, you're happy you playing Division One basketball. You know, you you one of the few from Macon, Georgia, whoever, like, went to college and stuff and played sports. So you just happy. But then you have to, like, come to realization, like, a lot of people say they want to go to the NBA. A lot of people say they want to go to the NFL. Like, you got to actually put in the work. So I just took basketball. Oh. Yeah, we lost. Disconnect. Oh, uh, we'll see if we – See, can we get him back in hand? Yeah, man, England, man, it's a long time. Hey, man, you ain't telling that story. Okay. I lost connection. Yeah, yeah. you lost connection for a minute. Yeah, man, you got, you, got, you got a cricket over there. <laughs> yeah, but I just, um, but yeah, like, I would just say I just had to, like, take basketball more serious, you know, like, my senior year, I, would, I always told myself after my junior season, I was like, I can't leave with no regrets because it's my last year. You know, like, I, I want to play basketball. Like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So I don't want to be looking in the mirror at myself, you know, having a job or something that I don't want to do and be like, man, I wish I would have put in more work, like, when I was in college. Like, that was just my mindset, like, partying and all that can wait. Like, I need to focus on basketball. Oh, yo, yo. Man, you two guys are the 50, man. Of a, of a saying, man, I, I, I've heard, man. You know, and I try to live by it. And the saying is, man, be the change you want to be. Be the change you want to see. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you guys are definitely, you know, being that change, man. You know, uh, I look forward to the day to where, you know, you guys playing careers are over after being very successful, man. And seeing you guys on the sideline somewhere, whether it's ho hopefully – is here somewhere in Bibb County, man, because they need we need guys like you here. But hey, man, wherever it is, man, you know, I'm always in front of the computer, man, looking at you, man. You know, you'll get an inbox from me in a minute. <laughs> yeah, man. A lot of a lot of people say they be inboxing me on Facebook, man, but I don't even got it. So I know you probably been hitting me up, man. I ain't talking yeah, in years. Yeah. yeah, man. Oh, oh, <laughs> I, I watch I watch when your mom posts something, I watch it, I read it. You yeah, know she, gonna, she gonna keep everybody updated. You just gotta go to her page. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Oshawa, man, known as a, a penetrating point guard. Your career, man, your entire career, but your senior year, like I said, that jump shot got better and better. How did Urban Josie? How did Coach Josie, man? Because you set a school Ice record. Man. I believe the guy who always penetrates. You set you set a school record with like eleven or twelve threes in a game, yeah, and that yeah. blew me out of the waters. I was like, what? <laughs> How did Urban yeah. Josie, man, contribute to your success, man, as far as improving as a basketball player? I mean, honestly, it, was, it wasn't even really about just, like, basketball. It was just seeing him, you know, he from Macon and wanting to help somebody like me out. You know, like, I never knew Joseph until I got to high school. And, like, the first time we ever met, it was because of a basketball workout. But, you know, he didn't charge me anything. Like, he just knew that. He just seen the potential in me. So he wanted to work me out. So it's like, why why would I not go hard for somebody who's doing this mm -hmm. for free? Oh yo, nice, that's, man. that's the crazy thing about it, man. Me, me, O and QT, man, we used to get it in with Irvin. Yeah, like high yeah. school, like early morning, like and then the crazy thing about it, Irvin used to work me out football at Ingle Pie, like on my senior summer, like he got me on the hill, like doing drop steps, running up the hill. Then we go do basketball, like. Like we used to get it in during that summer, all three of us. So, like, just yeah. seeing me, him, and Q, like, where we at now, man, how we used to get it in during the summer, man, it just, 
it's just crazy because I knew how hard all three of us worked, and you know, seeing where all three of us at now, man, it's just crazy, man. Because you know, all three of us been playing each other, you know, rip ball. Whether it's at Miller, <laughs> Applin, Trafford, LPD, you know, we've been playing each other all our yeah, life. Yeah. You know, all the pros now, man. It's crazy just to see, you know, see how much how work how much work we put in to get what we get right now, man. It's just just blessing, man. Because you know, we we all, all three of us work hard. You know, crazy thing, we still do it. Like we just got done this summer doing the same exact thing. Like yeah, everybody yeah. home, we at Stratford working out the same week. So it's crazy, man. Hey, man, it's crazy, man. <laughs> like, this is, hey, man, I like to say, man, I'm so happy for you guys, man. Um, Osha, how's your, how's your um, season going over there, man? Um, How many games you in? I noticed you putting up, you've had several 20-point games, man. Um, How's your season going over there? Um, It's going pretty good. You know, this is my first year, so, you know, it's about, you know, when you start your pro career, you got to be about business. Like, you got to know, like, what you – getting yourself into so you got to do what's best for you at the end of the day so like coming out of college i'm like i'm gonna be honest like i'm not like a duke player or a kentucky player or a high major like people don't really know about me so i have to prove myself so instead of like pouting like i know i have to come over here and what's my job so i chose england because the coach the team that um offered me like they wanted me to come and be a scorer so you know, that's what some people say I can't, you know, I can't do well because I only did it my senior year in college. So I'm over here doing that, you know, I'm, I'm like topping the league and scoring. I'm averaging like 20 points a game. Um, I'm averaging like six assists, six rebounds and like four steals a game. So that's pretty good. Like, that's pretty good. Like I'm top in most things over here. So I'm just keep on proving myself. Well, well I'm going to keep going old man before we get started. Man, your dad believed in you. Man, <laughs> oh, yeah, what? Nobody said. Oh, they said you couldn't do this. They couldn't do that. Your he dad to to always it. tell me. I just want to give a shout out to your dad, man, because yeah. he always believed in you. He yes, always man. believed that you can be a pro player and division one player. And he just, he always trusted the process, man. So, Shout out to your support team and your support system, man, because they believed in you, man, when nobody – when everybody – when the daughters was, uh, was talking. So, yeah. man, shout out to your support system, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, y'all – like, y'all know how my dad is. Like, no matter what, like, he, he going to ride or die with me. Like, sometimes sure I might is. not even believe in myself, but he – He going like, to believe. Like, he on me, like, like, you can do it. Like, what's stopping you from doing it type. So, That's right. It just, like – me and his relationship, like, as I got older, it just made me, like, appreciate him more because, like, a lot of people don't have fathers like that who push them, like, no matter what. Like, you can be down, you can be up. Like, he still think you can do better. Like, I also, like, like, last, like a few weeks ago, I scored, like, 30 points or something, and my dad is still still telling me, like, something I can do better. I'm, like, trying to call that home and feel good. Like, I just scored 30 points in the game over here. I'm, like, playing pro. But he just like, yeah, man, you need to draw more fouls. Like, stop, like, stop settling <laughs> threes or something. So, <laughs> and he not, and he not like a soft kind of dude. Like, he gonna tell you straight up. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, I can't even, I can't even say on air some of the things I've heard him fire you up at a game, man. I can't even say that on air. Yeah, yeah. they gonna come out hard and raw, man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, hey, that's a, them the best that, kind of dads, like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, man, like, I, I want. I do want you guys to do me do, do me a favor, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, both of you have social media, man. You know, 
uh, post it, the, the teams you're playing for, man. Post how we can watch you guys play. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, a lot of people here, man, really, you know, y'all might be far off, man, but y'all ain't forgotten, man. You know, we, we still, you know, want to keep up with you guys. So however we, way we can see you guys, you know, performing on this level, man, let us know, man. Hey, I, you got my word, man. I'll be tuning in. <laughs> I, I, I said it in that truck and I sit there and I listen to it all the way to I get to where I'm going. <laughs> Go Voyage, you got something for him? Hey, hey, what time it is over there? It's about to be 12 um, at night over here. I'm five hours ahead. Yeah, it's um, it it over here. Yeah. Did you say you five hours behind nah, there? Man, I'm just sitting there. I'm six. I'm six hours ahead. Okay. Hey, I got a question for you guys, man. Both of you guys were dual sport athletes in high school. What led you guys to just deciding that this sport was for me? First, I asked you, Derek, because boy, you was Mr. Clutch on that basketball court, boy. I remember this, boy. The game was Mr. Clutch. Hey, boy, you got you made of something, but you got ice ice water in your veins, man. What led you as you, you know decided to go to college? What made you solely focus on football? I mean, um, you know, how did how did you come to that decision? Man, really, man, the crazy thing about it, um, when I played high school, you know, I always, when I was in football season, I was just, you know, strictly football, but it was basketball season, I was strictly basketball, and then it came to that point where, you know, Coach Taylor tell me, like, some JUCOs were, like, trying to get at me for basketball, but, you know, then nobody really come at me, come at me like that, so I'm like, I ain't even, you know, try to wait on basketball, I'm going to go wherever it's free yet. You know, when football came, I had got that offer, you know, you know when the people were Prune you, you know, they ain't wait forever. So, like, you know, you're going to come or not. So, you know, I went with football, but a wild thing about it, you know, a lot of people don't even notice. When I got Carson in my freshman year, I went to the basketball coach, like, hey, look, like, I can play, like, I ain't, you know, I can play ball. So, I gave him my tape. So, you know, one day I'm coming out the calf and my homeboy, like, hey, bro, coach came looking for you. He said he want to see you play. So, they had a crew up there. So, you know, they, we running court. I'm on, they got me on the team. I'm killing. I'm talking about, I'm killing the best player, blah, blah, blah. I'm killing. So this on a Saturday, that Monday, I get a call from my head coach football coach. He called me like, "Hey, stay out that basketball court," because they you know they went to him like, "Hey, you know we pay we pay half basketball, half football. We just wanted to play, but you no, know, my it was going to my sophomore year, so they my cousin they would let me do both. But I just went wherever the money was at, man. I just took whatever was gonna get me free and get me out of making, man. I just took it around with it, even whether it was gonna be foot, I was gonna make the seeds or whichever one. Football, basketball, and just paid for everything. That's how I just took it around with And for you, O'Shawn, man, you kind of came out of retirement. Your daddy had to bring you out of retirement because <laughs> you had let that football go for a while. How did how did playing football in high school also help you on the basketball court? Like, man, I would just say just like the like IQ, you know, just having, you know, just competing. Like anytime you play a sport and you and you're mm -hmm. a competitor, like you're gonna be good at it. So like for football, like I never like worked out for football, like did any. Nope. You had refused like, to play one time. You were like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I just used to like I just used to play off my natural talent in football. So I never really took it serious. So that's when I like knew coming out of high school, like I I really love basketball. Like I literally cried after games, like you know, like stuff like that. So. That's that's what just made me choose basketball. Like I knew, like I the love that I had for it, and you know, like I, you know, I just used to always be like, you know, coming out of high school, 
you know, you're not getting recruited, you know, like you want to. So you just like in the I'm about to prove everybody wrong kind of mind. Like that was that was just that was my motivation like throughout my whole journey, like proving Thanks. everybody wrong, like O'Shawn can't shoot, O'Shawn can't do this, he's too small. Like that that was my motivation. Like O'Shawn can't do it. So yeah. that's how I chose basketball. Man, I yeah. can definitely say, man, I watch you put the work in. I watch you go from making layups to dunking the ball. I remember you talking the game one time. I was like, whoa, man. I was like, so I definitely watch you, man, put in the work. And it just, it was, it's been a joy for me to see, man. So, um, hey, tell Q, man, we need him on for, tell Q we like to get him on for the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. Yeah, tell him we need to get him on, man. Um, definitely, definitely. Coach Boy, Hollywood Radio, when we going to go in? Uh, I don't think he is, man. I don't see him on. Um, I mean, I'll try to contact him. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, how many more games do you have your season? Ocean, how many more games you got? Uh, how how your season going? Like, how many more games do you have? Um, See, like, with the COVID, like, COVID this year, we started in, like, October, but then the COVID outbreak had happened over here, so – we had took like two months off, so I ha I was able to come home for Christmas and stuff like that. So now we just making up a lot of games. So we have like a lot of doubleheaders, like Saturday, Sunday games and stuff mm. like that. But I don't know how many we have to make up. But we we over here, our regular season end April seventeenth, and then playoffs start, and then the championship game is like May fifteenth. So that's my that's what my goal is. I'm trying to make the championship game. So hopefully I'm over that to then. Oh, yeah. Derek, for you, man, both of you guys have been professional athletes. How important it is to take care of your body, man, Derek, uh, especially being a football player? Um, how important is that taking care of that body, man? <laughs> man, it's it big, man, especially, you know, I haven't played since November, like, 29, what, 2019. I haven't played in a while, so, you know, I had a lot of free time. So I was just, you know, trying to work out in there, and then, like, when I started, you know, like, Knowing I was going, you know, everything was going to open back up, I started kind of like taking it more seriously, get my body back right back. You know, I just, like I said, I just got over here yesterday. So I've been, you know, getting a little rest in. But like tomorrow, like tomorrow, my first day at work, like, you know, I got meetings tomorrow, my first practice Tuesday. So, you know, we, we already found the gym where, you know, we stay in shape, you know, getting our body back right, getting my mind back, you know, in that football mode. So it's a, it's a big thing, you know, especially playing quarterback. You know, I ain't been hit in a while. So, you know, I got, I got to tell you, Garrett, over here, you know, because it's different. You know, I got all those trainers and, you know, the cold tubs and stuff like that. But over here, you know, you might have to go get in a in a pond just to cool your body off. I don't know how the cold tubs and stuff is here. So it's, it's a bit different, you know, taking care of that body because, you know, you want to play for a long time, man. You want to take care of that body, man. You ain't going to be here for a while. So especially with football, not basketball. And the boys say, hey, man, over here, over there. Uh, I know you got to get it in. <laughs> Uh, for you, O'Shawn, as well, man, how important to take care of your body, man, to keep your body in tune, man, Um, especially with the games coming up, man. Uh, how important is that, taking care of your body? You can't come I mean, over here, you know, and it's showing good cooking now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's real important, like, as you get older, you know, when, you know, probably when Derek was young, you know, when I was young, people used to always be like, you know, you need to start scratching because when you get my age, you ain't going to be able to just go out there and play. Uh -oh. Like that, that kind of stuff. Like it's true. So, I just like I just always just try to um 
you know, lift weights a lot, you know, so my body can be ready for the breakdown. You know, once the season come, you know, your body kind of need to be used to that. So I just lift weights a lot. I'm just always, like, working, like, scratching, just doing the little stuff, like, anything. So it's real important. Like, I think that's why I'm still, like, healthy. Like, I haven't had any major, major injuries or anything like that because I just make sure I take care of my body. Like, I probably – spend the same amount of time taking care of my body as I am, like, on the court in the gym working out. So. Oh, yeah, that's big. That's big. Oh, Sean, uh, 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 Derek touched on it. and uh, I mean, Derek does it when he come home. When you come home, do you do any uh, any, uh, any speakings or, or, or any coaching or anything like that when you come home? Yeah, you know, I always um, – I don't do like any like high school coaching or anything like that because you know I'm never really home for that long. Like I'm probably only home for like two weeks or something. But anytime I get in the gym, you know, I'll hit up like the younger guys that I be hearing about when I'm like over here, like Trey from Northeast, little Trey, um, Trey Solomon, like all those, like those guys on um, Green, Khalil Green, that's at Scrafford. I'll get them to work out with me, get in the gym, you know, because I know like you could just kind of see the ones who kind of take it serious because you can, like, see you, Facts. like, when you was that age, like how, they, like, how they train themselves right now. Like, you can see that. So I just try to take them and, like, show them, you know, might let them ride with me a little bit, like, take them to the mall or something, just, you know, just to let them know, like, you don't, you don't have to be, like, around, around, like, negative stuff to be, you know, to be, like, a cool person. Like, every time somebody see me, either I'm with, like, Q, um, by myself, like most of the time, cause like you don't have to be, mm -hmm. you know, a tough guy, like you know, the cool dude with your pants down, all that stuff, uh, being disrespectful and stuff yeah. like that. So that's my main thing, just cause yes sir and no sir, it take you a long way. Like that's all I say, yes sir and no sir. Like I don't yeah. disrespect anybody, so I just try to let some of me rub off on them, like as much as I can while I'm home. That's major, man. That's, that's major. the thing, you know. That's the thing I was saying earlier, you know. When we was growing up, you know, we didn't really have nobody, you know, to come home and, you know, do that to us, you know, take us here, you know, work us out. Yeah. So that's why you know, our parents kind of, like, helped us out a lot, like, getting us with Irv and Josie and getting us, you know, people that working us out. So, you know, Irv, you know, Irvin played ball, you know, he played ball growing up. So, you know, he kind of, like, told us to be, you know, Irv was kind of older than us, but, like, we, you know, we wanted to be around somebody that was, like, kind of, like, young, still in college, you know, in the lead to, like, come around, you know, take us around and show us a little bit. That's why I'm glad, you know, when we come home, when we together, you know, O'Shawn have those boys with him. You know, I have some of the football boys with me, you know, just, you know, working about it. You know, just tell them about, you know, what's going on. Like, hey, you know, when you go to college, boy, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. Like, little stuff like that. Yeah. So they kind of, like, get them extra motivation. Like, hey, I'm trying to go do the same thing these boys are doing. You know, they kind of look at it like that. Like, okay, okay. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, they try to, you know, get on their ground and they work out the same way we get to it. Well, well, and, um, and you guys accomplished something, man, that a lot of people don't get accomplished. You guys have college degrees, man. That's something that can never be taken away from yeah. you. So, hey, man, I salute. I'm proud of you guys, man. And um, like I say, man, I had it been fun watching you guys grow up, man. So um, I wish you nothing but success, man. Already. Appreciate it. <laughs> Mr. Jolly, you just seen me since I was, you know. I said I'm eight years <laughs> old, man. That's why. Hey, man. It can be hey, – we have great kids, man, come from right here and make a joke, man. You've always remained the same guy. You've always been disrespectful. And before I go, like, 
what was the key for you, man? Like, you never really folded to the peer pressure. You never really hung around these guys. Like, you were able to remain friends with certain guys, but you never really chose to go down that path. Like, what was the key to that, O'Shawn? How were you able to, you know, stay stay on this side of the fence? You know what I'm saying? I would I would say it was it was like multiple parts. Just like I kind of grew up in that like bad lifestyle. You know, like I'm not ashamed. Like that's what made me who I am today. Like seeing some of my family members, you know, fall victim to that. So like when I was young, it was normal to me like the stuff that they were doing. You know, but I would say travel basketball. Like that's that's the biggest biggest influence like that that ever had because. When I used to travel to Atlanta and stuff, I just used to be traveling to like different cities and different states, and it's just so much more like outside of making. And then to be honest, like some, like most of the times when I'm, you know, on the AAU t- tournament or something like that, either one of my friends getting locked up, somebody going to jail, somebody like getting shot or something like that. And I know if I was there, like maybe I would have went to that party with them or something like that. So that just like really open my eyes like this what I need to do like this this what I want to do to like survive you've always man had your head on strong like you used to be the first one at the gym last one to close it down um <laughs> I heard you say something about your AAU experience many people may not know how was it like to play on that Georgia Stars team with NBA guys like Wendell Carter and other guys man guys like Jared Harper how was that experience because you were around professionals then you didn't even know they was going to be pros but how was that to travel with the Georgia Stars? You guys won that national championship, man. How was that? Uh, honestly, it was just like it was like a humble, like it humbled me because these people my age and like I see the work that they put in. Like you know, I'm in making just playing pickup every day. You know, running up and down the court at the center, playing every day. But these guys, they already like you know working out every day. You know, eating right, just doing like just doing the extra stuff because you know they have a goal but you know it just motivated me so like when i got home like me and q it would just motivate us to like man we need to work out like we need, we don't need to be playing pickup every day like that that ain't helping our game and stuff like that we need to actually take it serious because you know pick up you know it help your game like it help you compete and stuff but it's a whole lot more than to just you know, catching, shooting threes and playing defense. Like, you got to really understand the game. And those guys, you know, they had an advantage over us because we were just coming over the, up there, like, playing off our instincts, you know, stuff that we do at the center at Unionville Gym or something like that. But they have, like, Atlanta, I would say, like, Atlanta um, people our age, they had, like, players that was already in the NBA. So just how we just how we treat high school kids now like when they back home they working out with them are they already mm-hmm. like they dad have connections or something like that so it was just like uh eye opening experience like i need to take it more serious it showed a lot about your character man as well because like i said you went from always being the main guy on every team you've been on since five and six and then you find yourself on the team with future nba guys and guys from different places man so it when you came back it showed your game, man, how how much you had learned from those guys, man. So, yeah, that's definitely a great experience for you. Yeah, and and it was just like when I when I went to college, you know, I wasn't starting my first year, so that prepared like, hey, you prepared me like I need to bring the spark off the bench, like I need to 
you know, a lot of people don't start, you know, a lot of kids, they don't start and stuff. So they're like, man, why I'm not starting? A, man, I need to be starting over him. I don't want to play. I ain't going to give him my all because I'm not starting. But as you get older, like, you just got to understand, like, everybody have a role on the team. Like, you got to be a superstar in your role. Like, you can't be the superstar on the team, be the superstar in your role. So that's why I think my college career went good, too, because, you know, I didn't start, so I didn't pout about it. You know, I brought that energy off the bench. And I think that just, like, helped me, too. So that was a good uh, lesson from playing AU with those guys, too. Playing your role. Man, maximizing your potential, man. D-boy appreciated yeah. Coach Greg. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. That, 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 he said a mouthful then. Well, a lot of kids do that. Like, man, I ain't going D1. Or, man, I ain't starting. Man, yeah. I ain't going to do that. But, man, at the end of the day, man, all you, you need that, is a shot. You get that chance. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's all you need is yeah. a shot. And when you get your shot, you just got to be available to maximize your potential, baby. You got to be ready. Stay ready. Stay ready. Because your yeah. number will get called. I don't care if it's be ready. You got to. It'll get called. Yeah, especially, like, when you, you high school, that college, you know, all the season, you know, the season ain't going to go good all the time. You know, every the superstar not going to have a good game every game. You know, it's going to be mm-hmm. your night to step up and, like, is you ready? So, mm-hmm. that was, like, I will always just mm-hmm. be ready. Especially, you know, like, we were talking about my daddy mm-hmm. earlier, like, he always calling me like, "Why you not in the gym or something like that?" Hey, like, oh, you know what favorite line? You gotta go hard. You gotta go hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just here, like, hey. and, and honestly, just being away from home, you know, people calling, you know, your family and friends calling you, that motivates you a lot too. Like they see you, yeah. you know, you might have a good game. Like it was games where I just mm-hmm. score like six points, but have like eight or six. Like you don't gotta score thirty points. You know, uh-huh. people back home mm-hmm. still proud of me, so yep. that would just motivate me too. Man, I ain't seen your dad in about two years. I bet ran into him now. I bet I ran into him now. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Um. So like I said, man. Um. It was a pleasure having you guys on, man. Um. You guys got to come back, man, and get some camps. Y'all got to do something for the community, man. Um, I know both you guys. I know you will, man. So, uh, hey, I'm an old guy, man. I can hold a, I can hold a few signs or something. I, I stick with Coach <laughs> a little bit. Me and Coach Greg stick a Coach a little bit, man, so we can help, we can help out a little bit. Nah, we most, good, definitely, we most definitely need to do something. Like, we most definitely need to do some camps yeah, or something. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. got yeah. stand, I got to I got, I got stand at half court and blow the woods on both ends. I ain't trying to <laughs> Hey, <laughs> winner! I got hope We'll get you to we'll get you to pass out the water. So you know, you know I, you I, I do that. that. That's a good job for me right now. I'll be the hype man. Pass the. <laughs> hey man, we're gonna let y'all get on out of here, man. And um, cause we know y'all on different time zones, man. I just want to say thank y'all for taking the pleasure out of y'all day, man. Cause y'all in a whole nother, both of y'all in separate countries. So on different time zones, man. So this is definitely was huge for us, man. And um, like I said, man, just be in contact with Coach Void, Coach Greg. When y'all come home, man, y'all do something for the community. We definitely behind you, man. And um, like I said, man, congrats, man. We'll be following both of you guys. Yeah, man. Right, send, that, send that game information too, man. Oh yeah, I got yeah. It. My first game, my first game is to me. So I, I'm a, uh, I got a little, a little separate um personal page. I, you know, I see y'all the link for whenever I post anything. So. I'm right. trying to get it to y'all. 
That'll definitely good. work, man. I'll get it. I'll get it on the Mr. Jolly. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll get it to you. Mr. Jolly always hit me up, man. He always. Yeah, hey, send man. it to me. Too. Oh, yeah, what, oh. <laughs> man, you go way back, man. Yeah, yeah. That's why I snuck up on you down there in Statesboro, man. I had to see you. I snuck up on yeah. you that day, man, because I was just proud of you, man. I've I, I been, like I watched your career from seven to eight years old all yeah. the way to where you at now, man. So, um, <laughs> and then, you know, me and your dad, we tight. So, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, hey man, y'all on. Look, say man, y'all have a good one, man, and thank y'all for coming on. All right, yeah. appreciate it. Right. Man, I'm old. Echo boy, that was yeah, pretty man. cool. Hey, right I there, enjoyed man. it listening. Yeah, man, I enjoyed it listening, man. Hey, y'all got y'all got history with them, man. I like to just sit around and listen, you know. So, yeah, man, that was pretty pretty dope, man. We the, the thing the theme that I got over those guys was. Both of those guys, man, found their fit, okay? They didn't necessarily get caught up in the big-time D1 stuff. They find their fit that worked for them. They use sports just like sports use them to mm -hmm. get a free education, right. and they obtain a degree that never can be taken from them. So that's what I got from those guys. That's what man. it's all about, man. That's what it's all about, man. Uh, speaking of that, man, let, let's go into some sports real quick. Man, I just want to ask you. You guys' opinions on this stuff. Hold on. Did what you see the shot last that? night, cool boy? Before you get into sports, did you see the shot from uh, Peanut Taylor last night? Yeah, man. Oh, I man, got a talk. Facebook friend, man. He he was talking about it. He was talking about it, man, and I went and looked at it, man. And He just hit one recently, right? He hit the game. He hit one. He hit the game one in the Elite Eight. Then he hit right. the half-court shot to send him to the championship last night. And like I said on the rankings, man, when we um, unveiled our senior rankings, Jamal Peanut Taylor's on five foot eight. He gets knocked a lot of times for being five foot eight. But when you a flat out winner, man, and you have you made a you got that winning pedigree, you always rise to the top, man. And to see that kid and what he's done. And last year he like won the state, he hit the game, won in the state championship game. They like to kill us short ones, don't they? We be yeah, the yeah. ones doing. It. <laughs> Hey, we be the ones doing it, but they always talking about the one short. Oh yeah, I ain't never have, I ain't never have an issue being short playing ball. <laughs> I did everything right. I thanked everybody, you know. So I never had that issue, man. But yeah, man, what I was asking, man, because this was a question, man. Me and you know, um, it was a conversation me and a, a few other guys had. You know, uh, what what do you think? I think a lot of problem with, and we can discuss it really with basketball. I think everybody wants when we say that there's only a few good players somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Um how does how are we building teams now? Are we building teams far as we want all the players to be the same? Do every player got to be a score? Everybody you know what I'm saying? Cause see, I look at it like if I find someone uh, dating back, we can go back to like I was saying. Um, I think I said in the previous episode, man. Like with the Bulls, the Bulls had specialists. And we talking about a professional dynasty that has specialists. So why do why don't we build teams like that anymore? Or why do we think that it's an issue when this kid don't play like this kid? Or you know what I'm saying? Like what? Why do we need him to play like that? Why he just can't play his role? What's wrong with us training these kids to play what they're good at? 
If you th- if you're a three and D guy, why why don't you why you think you won't have any success being a three and D guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you know how do you know how valuable that is to a team? When you get um, when you get to that level, you're gonna be that guy. That's the only guy you're gonna be asked to be. So everybody why wanna be like we look at it like I, I've seen this with a lot of coaches. They think because this player play like this and you got another one that play like him and another one play like him, all of them play the same, then, oh, yeah, man, we got this. No, it don't work like that as a team. Because most of the time when you have a score, right, when you have a score, man, most of the time, what are you going to do with you when he don't have the ball? Like, what what is he going to do for you? You know what I'm saying? So I think think, a lot of time, and I'm going to say this in a bad or good way, the three-point shot, that three-point shot, man, has changed the game for the good. And change the game for the bad. And I feel like everybody wants to be a scorer. And most of the time, they want to shoot the long ball. <laughs> so I don't know if it's – you want both of you guys are one of those coaches, man, where you guys develop roles, especially yourself, uh, Coach Boyd. Man, you like guys that define roles and as well as Coach Greg, man. But I just think that three-point shot and placing major emphasis on that three-point shot is – change the way kids play ball now and they, they gonna shoot it regular everybody got to do a step back like, it's crazy like and then a lot of these kids don't know the difference between let me ask, and basketball let me ask you something let me ask you something name 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 give me give me you know like you know here in the last i said in the last Three to five years in the NBA, there haven't there hasn't been a so-called defensive chase. That used to be a thing, like somebody to actually get in front of someone and could contain them. Nowadays, it's none because everybody the game is so caught up in offense. Basketball now has become an offensive game. Like like let, let's, a let's, defensive let's, team, a defensive. Did you, special, did you say a de- Oh, defense specialist. Yeah, yeah. Normally, normally it's like two guys on a team that you can put in. You'd be like, okay, I don't care if you use all six of your fouls. Go check him. Yeah. And he right. did a pretty much good job throughout the whole game. Nowadays, it ain't like that. Like, you take majority of every guy in the league pretty much is a score or, or just out there. A stand I think up the last one. I think – I think the last one that I seen in the league probably was Shane Battier. Tony Allen. Shane Bet who that? Yeah. Tony Tony, Tony Allen, Allen when <coughs> Tony Allen was just a I, I think he was on another level. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he just was on another level with it. Cause he was a potential defensive player of the year. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Like his so but with him, most of the time they'll give him a no. If he can even shoot, man, he would have been straight. You know, like the Bruce Bowens. Like, this this is my thing. I, I haven't seen nobody play their role like Shane Battier in a long time. Yeah, Shane, Shane Battier, Battier played his role, man. Like, Shane Battier will go and give you that three, and he's going to play defense. You might score on him, but <laughs> he's going to play defense the same way every time. And, and like, hurt. people – Right, right. But that that's the thing. That's – that's what makes Duke so important. Duke Duke makes makes um system players. Then he uh, they make system players. 
That system ain't going too good this year. Oh, no, no. See what it is? If you think about it, think about this with Duke. Duke probably got. It broke. COVID. It got COVID. (laughs) They may have four. They had four potential stars coming out. I can think of Grant Hill. If he would have never been hurt, you know, like he was, Grant Hill was going to be a superstar. Uh, I think, me, honestly, I think Jason Williams was going to be a superstar. Yeah. The one that played with uh, Betty and Carlo Boone. Yeah. Yeah. I Will think he was there. I said, and I'm a Carolina fan. Right, right. Uh, him, Kyrie Irving, and Zion Williams. When you think about everybody else, when they put them in different situations, like Carlo Boozer, Carlo Boozer was great with the Jazz because they had a great system. Yeah. When he yeah. tried to go play somewhere else, when he tried to go play with Chicago, man, look, too he wasn't nothing. Hey, Shane, Shane Batty was a good role player. He was a system player. You know, like Duke ain't nothing but the Spurs, man. The Spurs are system. That's a system, man. Like, that's why you don't ever see like the Gary Neals or the George Hills of the world. Don't they don't go nowhere else and do nothing. But when they play with the Spurs, they you know they did their thing, you know. But um, yeah, man, like that's the last one that I seen. I I can't count Tony Allen. He just was on a whole nother level, you know. Um, um like far as kind of switch gears for a minute, Coach Boyd. Man, I'm sitting here looking at. Uh, I just want to tell the viewers we have two teams from um. The middle Georgia area that's gonna be playing at, at the um, Coliseum this week. Well, this week coming up on um, March the what it is? Hold on, let me get it. Oh, on um, March the tenth, in the Class Four, you got um, at seven thirty. You're gonna have Baldwin versus Fayette County, and then uh, so if you want to get out, you guys get on there support Baldwin on March the tenth, and then um, we also have uh, on March the thirteenth at twelve thirty. Towns County versus that uh Hancock Central Ball Club at 12:30. So I just want to remind the viewers that we do have two teams from the Central Georgia area that will be playing in the Coliseum uh this weekend. Two boys teams, Baldwin Boys and Hancock Central. So get out and um this week if you want to head down to the Coliseum, support the Middle Georgia Hoops. Was that veterans there, huh? Huh? I said veterans took a tumble, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I ain't man, uh, I've been going. Hey, uh, no, man, I know you want to come on out of retirement, man. Uh, I don't know, man. You know, I, I don't know, man. You know, I, I've been posting a couple pictures, man. You know, my uh, my sister sent me some pictures. Yeah, I and, saw uh, it. I saw God, it. Some Mikey, me of me are uh, coaching Mikey, Walker and Jim. So, uh, my uh, keep popping up, man. Like. Still back from 14, 15, you know, years all the way up. Hey, but check this out, though, man. Let me tell y'all this, though. How about somebody broke in my storage, man, and smashed my trophies? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. man. Every man, last who, one of them, man, smashed them. Somebody, somebody, somebody mad you beat them or something, man. Hey, it wasn't me, man. You beat me the last time I talked in the championship over there, Gilead. Hey, hey, man. It wasn't me, man. Hey, man. So, um. <laughs> hey, man. You know, I, 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 and then, man, it was over the Christmas break, man. They had some, um, the place where I had my storage at down there in Warner Robins, man. They had some, uh, some, uh, break ins over there, man. And, man, I went in there, man. And, 
my gate, my lock was down. I opened the door, man. All you seen, man, with trophies laying around. Man, I was like, man, come on, man. Hey guys, hey, also for Coach Boyd, man, we've uh, we had a kid uh, that was featured on the uh, from Jones County, Javius Vaughn, man. He received an offer from Minnesota. He received his first after an impressive MVP count down in Valdosta last weekend. Um, Javius Bond received an offer, and also Zay Hardy's been on fire. Um, we had Zay Hardy on as a guest, man. So that's going to show for my football guys out there how important going to the right camps and performing because ever since they had the MVP camp down in Valdosta, they had 11 kids receive um, Power 5 offers, man. So shout out to the, the sophomore um, Javius Bond. Down there in Jones County, man, on um, the safety. He's a kid that's on the rise. And um, we've had so many kids that were featured in our rankings here on the Dash Major podcast, man, that received postseason accolades and and well, girls in basketball, boys in basketball. We have um kids that that were in the rankings that are receiving football scholarships, man. So kudos to yourself, Coach Boyd, man, for creating this platform to uh, get exposure for for our kids, man, because a lot of times People didn't even know about him in the area. They right here in town, and that's major was able to provide a platform, man, to get them some exposure, man. And one thing I find out about kids, they love to be on TV. You remember, you remember Z, man? Hey, you remember Zito, don't you, dog? They played with us. Zay. Big kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, hey, George, 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 someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Greg. Yeah. I had to check it. I tried to check his ID about three or four times when he first came yeah. in. He, he just big, man. That kid big, man. Yeah. I'm like, look, look. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> you at least better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to tell, tell you what Coach did for me, man. I, hey, hey, man, I got, uh, you remember when I got suspended, man? <laughs> we, hey, we were going to get suspended, man, for that. Yeah, man, we had we had a bad rough one one game, man. Matter of fact, we were playing mall. We had a yep. bad rough, man, and he wouldn't he wouldn't let us say nothing, man. We hey, we tried to say something, man. He seatbelted us. Hey, then that thing, you know, man, he threw he threw us yeah. out the game, man. Hey, he, he threw, threw us out the game, out. man. Yeah, right, he threw. I, I took the team off the floor, man, because it you know it was getting crazy, man. So I should have had that rough. Greg deserved to be threw out a couple times. Man, him played, but we used to show out over there. <laughs> yeah. Good, good job, good job, man. I, I, I got, I got, I gotta say this, man, man. Out of all my year, Rick, uh, doing Rick Ball, man, man, we only had about a good three, four bit referee. Everybody else, man, they just, they, they just were there just to get a check. You know, I like the robot. <laughs> The one that that walked like a robot, man. I can deal with him, cause hey, yeah, yeah, he gonna call, he gonna call him. him him, Quint, right, and uh, and uh, and uh, Tyrone himself. That's it. Hey, everybody else, I'm like, nah, man. Everybody else, I hey, already man. know they. Can, everybody else, they know they get a bit. My towel was gonna be thrown five hundred times. Hey, they don't kick us out, man. And all. <laughs> I was on the verge of being suspended. Yeah. Hey, no, I took my suspension, man. He took my yeah. suspension. I said, it would be, man. He took my suspension, man. Yeah. Hey, you know what? They we probably would have lost too, man. We probably would have lost, man. We Look, had some knuckleheads on that team. Jolly, he tried to be slick, Jolly, and get me the coach. Like, no, no, guy, it's your team. I'm just here to support you. <laughs> I hey, tell you, it's show mission, though, Coach Greg. I tell you, boy, show mission. I tell you. But Jolly man, to tell you the truth, man, you know that one year, man, I man after RJ passed, man, 
that just it just didn't yeah you that. came back man and i like i said man that thing man i, I learned how i find out a lot about you man when you uh dedicated that thing to rj man um for those you may not know rj was a great community coach you know um tragically passed away man an automobile accident a couple years ago and it's like honestly coach riley it's like the east side jamal trying to hold this thing coach Maul's trying to hold this thing down by itself and it's like we never really we, we still ain't recovered from that, man. We still ain't really, our kids still ain't recovered from that, man. So it's important, man, that you guys, the viewers, man, give these community coaches their flowers while they're alive and let them know how much you appreciate them, man, the impact that they have on your kids. Because after the East Side lost on um, Coach McGee, man, Coach RJ, we we still struggling. We still struggling. And uh, the Rosa Jackson Center hadn't been the same. Been the same, man. He, he he was a real pivotal leader over there, man. He he really he, was, man. He was a good dude, man. I, and you know what I'm saying? I I I I I I I, I tell everybody this, man, man. The first time my coach RJ, man, I beat I beat him great ball. But I had I took my AAU hat on for the first time. He told me, he said, man, he got that man with Devin and all them guys, that man. And RJ beat me by fifty point, man. <laughs> And then them dog would put him behind a cold neck. Well, like, RJ, you do me like that, man. You know the getting it in, right? I had to the whole bunch of kids, man. It took them a while to jail together. But when they jail together, boy, they were, they were man. I didn't tell you something, oh, yeah. bro. It, it, it's a beautiful thing when you can get something, man, as a coach, man. You can put something together and watch it work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's even, a beautiful even thing. If it take, even if it take a month or even if it take a week or even if it take – you got a program and it take two or three years. You just too, watching something work. Watching oh, something yeah. work and you relating to kids. Cause I know as a coach, man, if you if if you can get a kid to relate to you, they'll run through a brick a brick wall for mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they will do whatever, man. And all I said, man, if you can get some kids, even the ones that be the noise, man, if you can get them to do anything for you. If you hey, can hey, get boy, them to do something, man. Let, let me say that, man. Let me say that, man. I ain't never said it right here, man. And I'm going to say that right here, man. Man, when I was coaching AAU basketball, man, the one guy got me into coaching AAU basketball, and the one guy, man, that stuck by me. And you know what I'm saying? He 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 just straight took me under his wing, man. And, man, that was Mike Hartnett. Mm, right. Man, I used to go watch the Supersonics play, man. And when I started coaching AAU basketball, man, I had a whole bunch of kids, man. You know, had never played together. You know, they 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 were like they they weren't the, the 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 stars or the big name kids. You know what I'm saying? But what Mike did, man, we used to be in Gilead. Mike used to get me to bring the super signers down here, and man, we distributed the super signers in Gilead, man. And Mike helped my team become a team, though, like for real. And he told me, he said, "Greg, I ain't gonna go easy on you." I said, "Mike, you ain't gotta go easy on me." You ain't got to. They need it. And he helped them, boy, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, you know, get, get, get up to Annie. He did, man. So, I mean, like, it's, it's a lot of people out here, man, that, that's, that's really doing work around here, man, that that, that y'all don't see every day or that y'all don't see a lot, man. But, man, there's really a lot of guys out here, man, that care about these kids, man. Oh, yeah. That makes the great oh, coaches, yeah. though, the ones that's willing to take the lessons from other people. Oh, yeah. And, and before we get out of here, guys, I know y'all ready to get to the All-Star game because I'm ready to get to it, too. I had to turn my TV down right quick. I just want to say, man, today probably is one of the most 
well, one of the better shows, man, we've had this fight. We didn't do any ranking. We just had two kids to give their testimony that came from the same streets that the same neighborhood, the same streets, man. We had two kids that came from there to share their testimony, man. And um, that just today's show, man, was just a powerful thing. Testimonial Sunday. So um, glad to have you on, Coach Riley, as well, man. Um, man, glad to be here. Glad to be here, man. Before, before we get out of here, man, I got my little youth spotlight, man. We're gonna get her five or ten minutes, man. We're gonna get up out of here. Okay, right, come on, Shania Gil- Shania Gibson. We're gonna bring her on, man. We're gonna talk to her about her. Her softball career, man, she's doing pretty good in. Hold on, y'all. She got it's not Mr. G- that's not Mr. G- that's not Mr. G- that's not Mr. Hey, man, that, that's a good guy right there, man. Hey, hey man, how you doing? How you doing? Hi. Hey, got, that, that smile speaks volumes on it. That smile speaks volumes on it. <laughs> Hey, so we're gonna start off and ask you, man. What what school you go to? Bar Middle. Bar Middle. I said Byron Middle, didn't she? Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, you got you got okay. you. Okay, okay. What's your favorite? What's your favorite sub? Um, probably social studies. Social studies. Okay, okay. So what, what other hobbies do you have? Go ahead. What what other hobbies do you have other than, you know, playing softball? We're gonna get into that. But what other hobbies do you have? What you like to do? Um I like going with my friends and stuff. I just like being around other people. Okay. People okay. you got a little sister too, right? Yes, sir. Okay. What grade are you in, Miss Gibson? Seven. Okay. So I hear you're an outstanding softball player. Um how long when did you begin playing the sport and how long have you been playing softball? Um, I think I started when I was like seven or eight, mm-hmm. something like that. And I'm playing for four years, five. What are your primary positions? Pitcher and outfield. See, I'm at Lamar County. We're going to duel it out with y'all next year. We play against Byron, so I'll be looking forward to you <laughs> next season. <laughs> so I hear you got a fast pitch. I'm probably, I'm probably gonna play JV next year, so I don't know. Oh man, you that means you good, Miss Gibson. You're good. You good, good. They say, they say, they say you all uh, say you got a fast pitch. Now, hey, listen, you got to tell me about it because I'm not a softball or a baseball man. So you got to tell me about this. Um, you got to tell me about this pitch you got. I pitch 63 miles per hour, and I have a fastball, drop ball, and changeup. Ooh. For that age, Miss Gibson, if you're in the seventh grade, I'm an umpire as well. If you're in the seventh grade with those three pitches already, you definitely have a bright future ahead of you. She wanted to get out of there. Yes, sir. And I'm also ranked 81 in the nation. Oh, man. Congratulations on that. Thank you. <laughs> do you play travel softball tonight? Yes, sir. What, what uh, travel team do you play for? Uh, nobody right now, but yeah, I just like the team. So. Okay, okay, you're but you, free you been pra- <laughs> So you've been practicing, though, right? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. Who got you? Do you play any other sports besides softball? Um, not really. Softball takes up a lot of my time. So, okay. who got you around. in it? Did Did Dad get you in the softball or? I actually. 
started by myself. My dad didn't really have me. Like he wasn't gonna force me to play. So okay. I just to myself. Your dad was a uh, pretty good ass too, did he tell you? And you always telling you stories about it? Yes, sir. <laughs> I went to school with your dad, man. He was a pretty he was a pretty good athlete. You know, a lot of you know, you're doing the same thing a lot of kids do. You know, my kids do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look at it like that, but yeah, um, yeah, he was a pretty good athlete, man. He was a pretty good football player. You got you got Miss <laughs> Gibson, do you have like a um trainer that you work with to help develop your game? Like what do you do? In the off season, do you work with anyone to help you get your game better? Like, what do you do in the off season? I have a pitching coach and a personal trainer. And my pitching coach is based in Atlanta, and my personal trainer is based in Raleigh. How important it, or is it for you to how, um to train like in the off season? Like, how how as you get gotten older and you see how serious the game is, how important is that for you to always? Work hard and you know in your spare time. How important is that? Uh, I would say very important because people are always constantly getting better, and you want to stay in like in the in crowd. With everybody's getting better, or you're gonna get left behind. So. Oh yeah. Okay. That's um, that's a great attitude to have. Great attitude to have. So are you right now? Are you planning on playing on a travel team, or are you just gonna sit the summer out? Are you just gonna see what team fits you? How's that going? What are you gonna do with that? Um, right now I'm picking up, but we're considering playing with Gene Unity. Okay. Cool. I picked up with Michigan. Miss Gibson, how them grades look at Miss Gibson? Um, I have one B, and it's in math. I'm not necessarily great at math, but I don't know Come on, man. You, you, you use numbers in pitching, and you don't even know it. Not really. Huh? Huh? <laughs> you gotta know how far to drop the ball. You gotta know where to play what the ball placement. You know what I'm saying? You use the angles in it. You math all the time and you don't even come on now. You gotta pick that math up now. You can hey, do Miss Gibson, I'm gonna raise my hand. I'm an English teacher. I ain't really a fan of math either, so I'm with you. I ain't really a fan of math. You need a counting, Jolly? Yeah, I ain't really a fan of math. I, I didn't even know how to count. That's it. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, boy. Hey, um, yeah, to Greg, Mr. Riley, Mr. John. No, I just want to get on here because hey, I always up, get a lot of questions about, like, um, uh -huh. uh, especially with her being black. Now, I'm going to just put it out there. It ain't a whole bunch of black people playing softball. Okay, whoever said they was an umpire, I'm pretty sure you know that. Yeah, I'm an umpire. Mr. Gibson. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, it's, um, a lot of people ask me about it, but don't understand the time and money that go into it. And I don't, I don't try to steal people the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's um, not like basketball where you can just go to the gym and pick up a ball. Like all these kids got their own equipment. Equipment costs hundreds of dollars. The bat costs hundreds of dollars. The gloves cost hundreds of dollars. To be on these teams costs hundreds of dollars. So it's and they have these trainers, hitting coaches, pitching coaches, and Strength and agility and all that. Which we used to go outside for strength and agility, but now they just do TikTok. Right. They got that coach to stay in shape. <laughs> but um, right, right. You know, so it's it, it's a different sport, man. So that's probably and that's probably one of the reasons why you don't see a lot of uh a lot of us in it because um I'm gonna tell you something, man. Most of the time you go, ninety nine percent of the kids out there got to involve that. 
And yeah. uh, it's tough on mama right. to, to, to do that, you know, because she just can't drop them off at the gym and come pick them up. And it, it's a lot going to it. So I, I don't try to steer people the wrong way when they try to get into it. I'm going to be honest with them. Um, she wanted to do this. It ain't nothing I made her do, and but she took to it. And I'd rather her do this. I heard somebody say earlier in the show, they're going to find something to do if you don't find something for them to do. So if it costs my time and my right. money to keep her going down the right path, that's what we're going to do. There you go, man. Right. Hey, man, I salute you, man, right. as a black father, man. Because, man, hey, our jobs ain't easy, man. But, hey, no, it's not. you involved, man. Hey, man, I take my hat off to you, man. No, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Now, and, and that's go the same for y'all for this show. Like, this show giving them the opportunity. It's her first time doing public speaking, but if she going to have to, she want to stay on the path that she's on, then she going to have to know, know how to do that and be comfortable with it. So I appreciate y'all for giving the platform and, um, and you know, just just letting these kids come on and and, and give them something nobody else ain't gonna give them. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, man. Uh, so, I think just, you make a great point, Mr. Gibson, as far as the lack of minorities in softball, especially baseball as well. And a lot of times that attributes back to the cost. And as we look at the professional levels and even the collegiate level, we don't really see a lot of minority baseball and softball players because, like I said, at the early stages, Mr. Gibson, it just takes a lot of expenses to. Do. Compete. It do. So I took my hat off to you as well because I know how that traveling stuff is, man, and that personalized trainer and oh, even going man. up there. So just um keep doing what you're doing, Mr. Gibson, and the hard work gonna pay out for you and your daughter, man. Y'all just keep at it. Thank you, Mr. Jolly. Thank you. Hey man, be 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 friendly in the strike zone, man. Hey man, I'm getting ready to get out now, man. Hey, hey man, I'm getting ready to get out there now. It's about this season. He already get it for us, man. <laughs> hey, Mr. Gibson, right, as long as, we, long as we consistent, that's all that matters. You, you right know, about consistent. that now. Hey, hey, I, hey. hey that's right. If you're going to call them high, keep, just keep, keep do it doing it. That's, that's what they train us. Just do it for both teams. That's true. Hey, you know what? I ain't got no problem with it if it's consistent. You right about that. <laughs> But yeah, man, y'all take it easy, man. I appreciate y'all having us on here, man. All right, man, man. we finna go okay, enjoy man. this all-star game, Mr. Gibson. That's what I'm finna go do. I know that right. Me too. <laughs> all right, man. Have a good man. All right, man. All right. You too, all right. Hey, Jolly, man. Boy, man. Hey, appreciate this opportunity, man. You know, just an old guy, man, sitting right here being old, been, been enjoying my age now, man. So, you know, anytime y'all feel like y'all need a co-host again, man, man, let me know, man. You know, this was kind of fun all seeing right, man, man talking to you guys, man. Hey. I see Jolly, my friend, again. Hey, boy, <laughs> I thought you conspired with the referees one time, boy. You used to, you used to beat me so many close games. I thought you was with the referees, boy. I was like, this man got to be with making United or something because, man, ain't no way this man went every close game. Like, I, <laughs> hey, I remember that one time, Greg, we played a triple overtime first place yeah, score in the middle of the week. They made a rule in the middle of the game. Triple overtime. Like, you agreed to, to it. Triple overtime, Alvo. The, the first, the net basket win. Net basket his win. His best player fired out. Time we <laughs> threw the ball in. And Hollywood, I told Hollywood, get the ball and go make a layup. The ball the game. He had four. He got the ball, went down the lane, made a layup. Jolly got mad. He agreed to the overtime rule, though. Hey, to my kids had to go home from school, man. I tell you, we both oh, yeah. I wish I wish Hollywood would have came so, home, hey, man. Because 
before, before we get out of here, man, how many how many you got? Oh no, I'm talking yeah. season in. We talking about talking I, I, about I, I, the I, tournament. I, I don't know. I don't know for it, man. I don't know. You still chasing me, though. I know that. So I'm still chasing you. Let me get Jamal oh, Hamilton on line one. Let me get Jamal on line one over here. Hey, I'm doing chasing. Jamal chasing. Jamal chasing me too. He know it. But one thing for sure, though, y'all, y'all gonna pass me. Y'all, y'all probably. Well, you ain't coaching this year. Did Jamal coach this? Year? Nah, Jamal didn't coach this year. He just had a, a baby, so he newborn. Hey, listen, I'm, 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 I'm fine with what I'm, I'm fine with what I got. Jamal close. If Jamal put him up, Jamal went another, he'll probably be right there with me. Cause Jamal got a lot of Jamal got a lot of got a lot of a lot of W's, boy. I know you know I know you know how many you got. You know how many you got. I I, I don't man. They broke my trophies, dog. I don't know. But look though, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it right here. I know Jamal watching. I know Jamal watching. Jamal said he wanted to coach me one time, and he got an opportunity. The first time I coached, and he beat me three times the regular season. But when that championship game came, he seen a whole nother beast. And I know he was like, "Man, wait, what is? How is doing this?" <laughs> hey man, you gotta play chess with Jamal, man. I got a whole lot of respect exactly. For Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I got a whole yeah. lot of respect for him. Exactly, exactly, man. Cause you you can't you can't show him if you show like like he was about like RJ, you can't show them your best hand during the season. If you showing your best in the season and you ain't got nothing new to do in the, in the playoffs or the, or the championship game, you're gonna lose. Cause they're gonna prepare for anything except for if you don't show them, then they don't know the trouble. That that how I be jolly. Hey man, I remember I put that um that boxing one on Hollywood that time. People don't know Hollywood was a good little basketball player back yeah. in the day, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to say I, I wish you would have came on, man, because um he's another he's another kid that fit into the same category as the two guys we had on, man. Hollywood's always been a great guy. And um he's gonna have success down there at UGA, man. It's gonna pay off for him. I, I, I told him he should I told him he should have been a Tiesman, though, man. But you know, since when when he when he since he's a I like Georgia secondary and receivers, but you know what I'm saying. I, I I can't I can't get a Georgia shirt. I can't get a Georgia hat. I just can't. I oh no, it's all it's all Gators over this way. I can root for 43. So I, uh, hey, I'm gonna reveal mine since I'm done with Rick, man. <laughs> yeah, ten the left. The seat, yo, the seat, the season in in the tournament. I got eleven. Okay, you needed two more. Don't tell and me that. I, I need to count my assistant coach. Coach, you all mentioned it earlier. We're going to have a grant. Oh, go ahead. If I get to count my assistant coach, I do. Okay. Well, oh, I got 14. Hey, listen. I'm fine, I'm fine with having these 11. We fine. Okay. You, I, I, I told you you were close. I got four. <laughs> I got, if I count my look, but I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something that you did that I did that you didn't do. I had three teams in one season. Oh, I had three teams in one season. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna, tell, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something I did that you didn't do. I Go won ahead. a championship. I won a championship with a girl being on but my I team. Won, but I won a girl and, championship. And oh, hold up. Yes, I did. I had Layla Harvey. Okay, okay. 2018, I, I had, but I. I got a girl championship too, though. I got a girl championship. Oh, yeah, you beat me up. You beat. Me. <laughs> yeah, you I got a girls championship. The you got same me there. The same day that we won the championship together. You right. 
That was the year. Right. I had a girl team. Yeah. But I had Layla. I had Layla the year before and won one. She actually was like my third or fourth best player on there. Man, I I do, man. I miss I miss those times, man. Oh. I miss times, man. But uh I'm 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 I don't have a headache, man. I don't have a headache. I mean, I miss yeah, the kids. I, I miss the kids more than anything, man. You know, miss the kids more yeah. than anything. Oh yeah, and um, I know Coach Voyager had mentioned to me earlier, man. Um, we're gonna wrap this thing up with see with episode ten, man. It's been an outstanding season. We're gonna say the grand finale for a couple of weeks, man. So, uh, Coach Voyager got some special brewing, don't you? Yeah, man. We're gonna sit back and let them let them see it, man. We ain't gonna even reveal it. You know, we uh. We're going to have some special guests on, man, and probably going to be a longer show than most. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, yeah, man. season out the way. <coughs> I just want to say, man, it's been a pleasure for me and myself, man. Um, like I said, man, you and I, we've already we talked way before the show, man. And um, I think this thing that we've done, man, opened a new outlet, man, for exposure for kids in the middle Georgia area, not just in Macon. It's been very big, man, and huge. And I look forward to it, man. So, uh. I look forward to keeping this thing rolling, man. Yes, sir. All right, man. Uh, until next like time, y'all. Like go I ahead, said, man, anytime y'all, need, anytime y'all need a co-host, man, let me know. All right? Nice. All right, Cole Grant. Nice. Enjoy nice. you, man. Much success, man. Much love, man. Oh, yeah. All right. Yes, sir.